Life Audio. Hi there. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Grace Fox. Have you ever felt like your mind is on overload? You need biblical encouragement, but you just can't focus on a long read? Check out my latest book, Fresh Hope for Today, Devotions for Joy on the Journey. This little book contains 90 brief daily meditations written to direct your heart into God's presence and promises. It's available wherever Christian books are sold. Connect with me further on my website, gracefox.com. And now, after this short word from our sponsor... We'll dive into today's Bible verse, Psalm 121, 8. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is Psalm 121.8. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. My youngest daughter and her family live in a house with a fenced backyard where the children can play. For the first while after moving in, however, they had to deal with a problem concerning that fence. You see, it defined the north, south, and east boundaries just fine. But when it came to the west side... There was nothing, no fence, no gate, nothing. Having no fence on one side meant the children could run from the backyard into the front, which lined a busy street. 
And so until they could put up a gate, they, they couldn't leave the children unattended. Whenever the kids played outdoors, mom or dad stayed right there and kept watch over them to ensure their well-being. This is the imagery we see portrayed in Psalm 121.8, where it says, The Lord keeps watch over us. That means more than just keeping an eye on us. The word translated watch is the Hebrew word shamar, which means to guard or protect. It denotes God's active involvement in our lives by providing protection. We have to read the preceding verses in Psalm 121 to understand the complete context of today's verse and what God's watchful care really looks like. The chapter opens with a traveler on his way to Jerusalem declaring that God, the maker of heaven and earth, is his helper along the way. The man states his trust in God to protect or guard him, presumably from robbers and bad weather and wild animals. But the voice changes in verse 3. Everything switches to third person, and now it sounds as though the traveler has a companion. So one person is talking to another and encouraging him and offers that encouragement by using the word shamar or watch five times in the next five verses. This is significant, and here's why. In that time and culture, gods and deities were often portrayed as sleeping. The people believed that gods needed rest as much as humans did so they could perform their daily tasks. One historical document tells of a god cutting off humans' food supply as punishment because they woke him from his nap. Mr. Grouchy, right? Do you recall the Old Testament story in which the prophet Elijah had a showdown with 450 prophets of the god Baal? Both parties were given a bull to cut up and place on wood on an altar, but they weren't allowed to start a fire. They would prepare the sacrifice and then call on the name of their god. The true god's identity would be determined by his ability to start the wood on fire. The prophets of Baal went first. They cried to Baal all morning, but nothing happened. 1 Kings 18.27 says that about noontime, Elijah began mocking them. He'll have to shout louder, he scoffed, for surely he is a god. Perhaps he's daydreaming, though, or he's relieving himself, or maybe he's away on a trip or is asleep and needs to be wakened. The thought of Baal sleeping was totally plausible to the people hearing Elijah's words that day. They believed he needed rest, just like everyone else. They had no concept of an all-powerful, tireless God watching over them day and night. The truth is, the God of the Bible never slumbers or sleeps. He never gets drowsy. He never nods off just for a few minutes. He never settles into a comfy bed at night for a good deep sleep. He stays awake and keeps watch over his children day and night forever. Psalm 121.5 gets a little more specific about God's watchful care over us. It says, The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. In that day, a soldier typically carried a shield 
in his left hand. So his left side was protected, but his right side was left exposed. This verse gives us the visual of God watching over a soldier by standing at his vulnerable side to protect him from an enemy's sword or spear. God does the same thing for us. Things like our own insecurities, our discouragement and fear make us vulnerable to our enemy, Satan's attacks. But God never leaves our side. He stands by us at that point of vulnerability and offers protection from the enemy's attacks. That word watch appears again in Psalm 121.6. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. We might wonder how this can be true considering persecution that Christians around the world endure every day. And what about the suffering that accidents and illness and betrayal and abuse cause us? If God's really watching over our lives, then how do we explain harm that comes our way? Well, the things that harm us entered the world when Adam and Eve chose to disobey God's directive given for their good. As a result, suffering became a part of the human experience. God's Word tells us to expect it, but it also tells us that we needn't be afraid of it because God walks with us through our pain. He watches over us in that place and brings good from it. Today's key verse is like a summary statement, like a a wrap-up to all these declarations about God's watchful care over us. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go. That phrase would have spoken to the writer's travel companion as a reference to war with soldiers coming and going to the battlefield. To us, it speaks of everyday life. We come and go to work, to the grocery store, to someone's home, to school, to visit a loved one in the hospital or a nursing home. Sometimes we board a plane and travel to far-flung countries. Wherever we go and so long as we live, God keeps watch over us, aware of and actively involved in every detail of our lives. Not one second goes by where he is not present. Do you remember I said that Psalm 21 is written in third person? Well, sometimes it's helpful to take the scriptures and speak them aloud in first person, making them personal. Let's do that right now, okay? Beginning with verse 3. Claim these verses as life and truth over yourself. He will not let me stumble. The one who watches over me will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over me. The Lord stands beside me as my protective shade. The sun will not harm me by day nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps me from all harm and watches over my life. The Lord keeps watch over me as I come and go, both now and forever. My daughter and son-in-law keep watch over their little ones to ensure their well-being because they love their children. How much more does God watch over us, His children, because He cares for us? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for Your watchful care over us. Thank you 
for watching over us day and night as we come and go. Our minds can't fathom the scope of your power that enables you to do so and of the love that motivates you. So please, continue to watch over us and accept our gratitude as worship today. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.